Hello and welcome to The Crypto Masters, helping the general public to master an understanding of crypto assets. My name is Brian McCoy. And my name is Ross Eaton. And we are The, the Crypto, crypto Masters. Wow. <laughs> you kidding me? Oh, man, uh, we are getting worse at the synchronizing. Um, it sounded good on my end. <laughs> did it really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Hopefully well, it's good. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait for the published podcast then to see. But let's get started on today's episode. Today, Ross, we're going to do cover two coins. I think this is our first time covering two coins. And both of them are forks. So today is fork day. Today's topics are Bitcoin Cash, BCH, and Bitcoin SV, BSV. So as a reminder, our goal is to provide information about crypto assets to help the public make investment decisions in the crypto space. We don't try to predict short-term price movements, so this show is not for short-term traders. We provide information about different crypto assets to allow you, the listeners, to make your own investment decisions. This is not financial advice. All right. On episode one of The Crypto Masters, we discussed Bitcoin, as I call it, the granddaddy of crypto. Today, you'll learn that it literally is a granddaddy. We're discussing two of its offspring, Bitcoin Cash, and then its offspring, Bitcoin SV. Yep. So we've got, you know, Bitcoin Cash, the abbreviation BCH. You've had to have heard of it by now. And or sometimes Bitcoin, Bcash, sometimes Bcash. Either. Oh, Bcash. I do like Bcash. It kind of rolls off your tongue. There it is. Um, and, you know, we're also doing Bitcoin SV, which stands for Satoshi's Vision. Kind of a cool name, you know, a little to Satoshi Nakamoto there. That is deep. I like it. So yeah, let's like jump it. into it, Brian. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Um, all right, so like I said, we've talked about Bitcoin before, um, and that's the obvious starting point when you're talking about different crypto coins and tokens. So uh, hopefully our listeners have heard that podcast, but even if they haven't, uh, we'll do a lot of comparisons today when we talk about the contrasts and comparisons among and between Bitcoin, uh, BCH, and BSV. Yeah, so, you know, our third podcast, we talked about Litecoin, um, you know, which is a fork of Bitcoin. And uh, just a quick reminder of what a fork is, um, I always kind of think of it in a couple key aspects, um, um, you know, like what's involved in fork. One, it's, you know, there's, there's talks about being changes to the code. Um, and that's really kind of the main thing I think of. Um, and kind of two parties are deciding which route we're gonna go, which route are we gonna go for update. Um, that results in a fork. Um, one cool feature of a fork is if you've got, you know, let's say you have 100 Bitcoins and Bitcoin forks, you'll also have a 100 tokens or, uh, sorry, coins in the new cryptocurrency. Um, Brian, does that mean you'll have the same amount, same value of coins? Not the same value, but yes, on the same amount. <laughs> yes, yes. And we'll, we'll share some figures on that later of how, 
you know, differing the mounts are when they do split. Um, but yeah, typically, you know, forks happen when there's, you know, there's a group of, group of developers, they want to make a change uh, down the road and they kind of have a split of ideals and, you know, the blockchain data structure doesn't really allow for that. So it's got to either go in one direction or another to keep that blockchain going. Um, so, you know, a good example of this we'll get to later is say, um, you know, Brian coin wants to keep the block size to, I don't know, it's original megabytes of two megabytes per block. And the Ross coin developers, as we're calling them, that are a part of Brian coin say, hey, we want to increase it to 10, Brian. We don't like the two megabytes stuff. That's old school. And Brian's like, no, we've got to stay the course. So the Ross coin breaks off of Brian coin and develops our own chain of new uh, protocols. So by the way, I'm just gonna, when I get my uh, Ross coins, I'm just gonna split off into Brian BV, <laughs> Ross coin <laughs> BV. <laughs> um, Brian's vision, um, anyways. All right, good good example. And that was good to uh, to hit the uh, the background of the forks because uh, like I said, today is fork day. All right, let me give a little bit of the background stuff like I usually do. Uh, so uh, again, you know, you have the Bitcoin chain, blockchain rolling on at block number 478558 on August 1st, 2017. For each Bitcoin or BTC that someone owned, an owner got one BCH. So on that date, BCH or Bitcoin Cash started its own blockchain. And at that time, um, the Bitcoin Cash uh, started trading at $240 each while Bitcoin was trading at $2,700 each. So that's what you were talking about earlier, Ross. They don't exactly have the same price. Um, Bitcoin SV forked about a year and a quarter later, so November 15th of 2018, um, for each Bitcoin Cash, an owner got one Bitcoin SV. So again, now we're, now we're talking about the, uh, the Bitcoin Cash blockchain was rolling along for about a year and three months, and then um, Bitcoin SV forked off from, from it. And we'll talk later about why, but Bitcoin SV then first traded at $96 a coin, while the Bitcoin Cash that it split off from was trading at 289 at that time. All right, Ross, yeah. pick it up. Why don't you talk about the, the Bitcoin Cash? Yeah, and you know I'll, I'll discuss this later in final thoughts, but it's pretty interesting how you know the Bitcoin Cash community, I mean, they lasted a year together and then I mean, split. I mean, that that's pretty quick turnaround time to <laughs> really split off and fork. But um, but yeah, I, as I kind of talked about before with the Ross and Brian coin example, um, Bitcoin Cash um, split from Bitcoin in a similar way. Um, Bitcoin started um, with their block size limit of one megabyte. And um, well, let me take a step back here. So the main reason at the time for talking about a fork or talking about updates was um, really processing power and scalability. Bitcoin, as we know, is not the fastest coin. Um, so they're trying to, you know, the community was discussing, hey, how do we improve this, the speed of transactions? Because, you know, we're just 
we're getting really slow and as this thing grows, we've, we've got to be able to scale. So one faction said, hey, let's go with a, um, um, a segregated witness protocol. Um, and one was saying, no, we should try to increase the block size. So, um, and just to touch on segregated witness or uh, segwit as a lot of people call it and you've probably seen everywhere. Um, yeah, segregated witness um, really is about removing the witness um, from the block. So you, you pretty much have three um, people that sign off on the block, the sender, the receiver, and then a witness of the transaction. So um, naturally they're thinking, well, if we take this witness off, um, you know, as, um, you know, transactions start to pile up, we can fit more transactions in a block for the, you know, the space that witness allocates on the block. So if we take the witness off, we can put in more um, transactions in a single block, which is one megabyte for Bitcoin still. Um, one group, you know, that won the vote for Bitcoin, but still one group said, hey, we, we really think we need to increase the block size. That sounds like the better approach. So we're going to split off and do Bitcoin Cash. So that's the main thing that happened there. Um, you know, Bitcoin Cash still uses proof of work algorithm, um, the SHA-256 algorithm for cryptography. Um, so really, they're very similar in, in most respects. So. Yeah, so the, um, as you said, the Bitcoin um, block size is a maximum of, of one megabyte, I think, right? Mm -hmm. what, was, what did the BCH go with? Didn't they start out at something like eight and then they, that even increased? Yeah, they did start at, at originally eight and it increased there. So, and really just to keep in mind, this is a, a max block size. It's right. not always the case that, you know, every block on Bitcoin is one megabyte and every block on um, Bitcoin cash is at eight megabytes. It's only when transactions really start to spike, they start to hit that eight megabyte window. So yeah, that's just another note for you. All right. So um, let's talk about the origins then of Bitcoin SV. So Bitcoin cash was, um, was, was chugging along, like we said, for a little bit over an, a year. It was more usable as a cryptocurrency uh, than Bitcoin because its blocks were bigger and its uh, transaction times were, were lower. So um, uh, I guess after that, that year and a half, um, the, block, the, the maximum size, as we just said, of, of uh, Bitcoin Cash went up to 32 megabytes. But the, a group, um, within the Bitcoin Cash community, wanted to raise it even more. They wanted to go. It's not enough. <laughs> they wanted to go to 132 megabytes. So, like we said, um, enough of them were so adamant about that that they uh, they it forked again on November 15th, 2018. Was a fork of a fork, or what I call a forking mess. <laughs> Boom! Wait for it. There it is. Ooh. All right. So hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you know, I, lo I love the name SV Satoshi's vision because those of us who uh, so admire Satoshi Nakamoto um, sounds great. 
but you know, I'm a little bit of a head scratcher. Well, you know what, how's that his vision? I mean, you know, the, the, the original core Bitcoiners say, no, his vision was one megabyte. <laughs> That's where we kept it. But I, I haven't heard this argument. I'm sure it's out there, but I suppose the SV people said, no, um, the original white paper, Satoshi Nakamoto said, I want this to be a peer to be peer cryptocurrency. He wanted it to be a form of money. And, you know, with the one megabyte as it, as it grew so much, it, it sort of became where it couldn't be a form of money. We talked about that on the first show, Ross, where, you know, you're really never going to take Bitcoin into the uh, convenience store and buy a pack of gum with Bitcoin. I don't think unless, unless they make some more changes. Um, so you, you can still use it as a currency. I mean, on, on a big transaction where a little bit of a weight um, is not a problem and um, the transaction fees would actually be very small, uh, you know, be too big for a pack of gum. But, you know, if you're yeah. buying a uh, whatever, a, a high end Tesla, let's say, um, you know, the few dollars that the transaction fee would be basically nothing. So anyway, I, I suppose I'm assuming that's why it's called uh, SV. It's a good, good little piece of marketing. So let's talk then about the transactions per se. All this. So all this was over block size, um, which is a little bit, I don't know, it's a little <laughs> bit crazy. I mean, it's important, but yeah. So, so how did it uh, shake out? So Bitcoin um, can do about seven transactions uh, per second. Bitcoin Cash, on average, can do about 116 per second. And this all varies. We're talking averages here. And Bitcoin SV can do 1,300 transactions per second for prolonged periods and can even peak at about 6,400 transactions per second. So, it, it, you know, it does make a difference on the, on the transaction speed. Um, and, you know, if we get to the point where a cryptocurrency is being used in, in lieu of everyday currency and you got to go into the convenience store and get your pack of gum, um, you know, then maybe it will make a difference. Yeah. So why don't you talk about what happened then after, after the forks? Yeah. So, I mean, I think you really hit the nail on the head there just with transaction speeds. I mean, it, I don't know. It just really, it didn't matter as much as. I don't know. I, I was thinking, but I mean, um, you know, I'd say so still, far, right? So far, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. So far, I mean, down the road, scaling, yeah. I mean, obviously, that 1,300 transaction is going to crush Bitcoin seven. Um, but yeah, as of right now, kind of, you know, we're good. I mean, we did see Bitcoin's, you know, to take a step back to 2018, we did see Bitcoin's network bogged down. Um, and I, I do remember feeling very nervous because I, I bought my first cold wallet during all the height of that. And I was trying to move all my coins out of an exchange to my cold storage wallet. And I think I you know, made the transaction at like 10 p.m. And I, I remember not going to bed until 12 or 1 or 2 because I still hadn't gotten my coins yet to my cold storage. And I eventually woke up the next day and around lunchtime I got my coins. But, you know, that was during the, I mean, the peak Bitcoin's ever seen, you know, the most transactions it's ever seen. But yeah, oh, I was sweating. Yeah. If, hey, if that was Bitcoin SV, maybe I would, you know, I definitely would have gotten it faster. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, and, and too, if you look at the uh, the current market caps of both um, Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV, they're they're both up there. I, I think as of this recording, they're about number five and number six um, of, of all the altcoin of all the coins. So um, you know, you can't say they're 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 doing um, they're doing pretty well. Um, you know, and and part of that is is I think has to be uh, people planning for the future, like when, when the transaction speed becomes um, critically important, they, they feel those coins are going to do better. And of course, we haven't even talked, there's lots of competitors. We did, we did talk about Litecoin, which I'd have to say is a competitor of, of, these, um, of these Bitcoin forks. And then for Bitcoin, it, it's kind of interesting and, and, you know, maybe accidental that um, it doesn't matter that much for Bitcoin. I mean, Bitcoin is now seen as a store of value and not really as a currency. Um, so, you know, the, the digital gold um, narrative on, on Bitcoin still makes it, you know, um, a, a sought after asset. Obviously, its market cap is 62% or something like that of all um, cryptocurrencies combined. So you got these other two that, that forked off. They do something a little bit different. They do something that's a little bit better, but it really isn't uh, hurting Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, I don't know, just kind of piggybacking a little bit here. Um, I don't know. I feel like, you know, Bitcoin is just well established. That's why it's up there. It's got to be passed eventually. Um, but, you know, looking at all the like, or uh, saying all the Litecoins, all the altcoins, you look at coins that have forked from uh, Bitcoin, like Bitcoin SV and Bitcoin Cash. I mean, they're just out of the altcoins, they're, you know, they've been around for a little while and they're forked off of Bitcoin. So they just, they're just, I don't know, they've got that, that backing, that legacy. So. Yeah, um, and we can, and we'll probably both touch a little bit more on this on our on our final thoughts. But I'm um, trying to hold back, Brian. I'm, I'm <laughs> so you know, Ross. Some of the things we we do on most of our shows, so that uh, so that our listeners can kind of compare the different coins, we try to cover some of the same um, information. You know, we'll usually talk about the supply and and whether there's a maximum and all that, and not much to talk about here. Both. Um, both Bitcoin uh, Cash and Bitcoin SV have exactly the same um, circulating supply as Bitcoin, which is 18.4 million. Now that's um, circulating supply, you know, um, has some wiggle room there because everybody knows that a lot of Bitcoin at least have been lost. Mm -hmm. So circulating supply is actually less than the 18.4 million, probably fewer Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV have been lost, but the circulating supply of both of the forks are 18.4 million, and they both have the same hard cap of 21 million, same as Bitcoin. So um, no no differentiation there. Yeah, and um, just to get into you know talking about the teams behind these two projects, I, I I'm trying to hold back even with this one, but man, the Bitcoin SV one has got just a little bit of, you know, not, um, not Tron level of controversy, but it, it's pretty topical. Well, um, it, 
It is. Let's let's uh, before we get there though, you know, yeah. on a lot of altcoins, the reason we talk about the team is the, the the teams are the are the are the men and women who are who really get started. Um, you know, most of these uh, are not immediately decentralized. They just can't be. You got to have a community to um, to have a decentralized asset. So so the yeah, team is really, those original people. Kicking, yes. You know, yeah. so, so it's, the team is really important. And we've talked about that in, in all of our coins in ex, really except. Well, I mean, in Bitcoin is a little bit different. It has a an anonymous <laughs> founder. Um, but the team, so, so a team behind these forks is a little bit different. You don't really need a team behind a fork. Um, it's just the group that, uh, of the Bitcoin, um, node operators or followers, uh, you know, were dissatisfied with one aspect. So they, they start the, the new coin, but the team doesn't really matter because it's pretty much then, you know, um, doesn't require, um, the the team to get it started it's already been started it's now yeah. It's, it's yeah it's pretty decentralized so um you know i was going to say that basically that you just change the code it's not really relevant here but um as far as bitcoin sv it does have at least i don't it, i suppose he was i don't know if you call him a founder but one of the main um i guess leaders or instigators of the bitcoin sv fork so i'm gonna let you talk about that yeah, instigator is a good word for that one. Uh, <laughs> oh man, it's not the level of uh, you know sitcom we had with Tron, I would say, but it's definitely one that I don't know makes you really think on this one. But well, um, it might be. It might be. It might be uh, bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, this one's just kind of weird. Like the so the guy's name is you know the founder of Bitcoin SV is Craig Wright, who claims to be the real Satoshi Nakamoto. And I just have to say, this is very subject timing to claim your Satoshi Nakamoto when you just forked your cryptocurrency off Bitcoin Cash. You know, that was forked from Bitcoin to try to claim and you know, vouch for, hey, this is Satoshi's vision. This is what he wanted, you know, and I am Satoshi. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, you're saying maybe that's another reason that it's called SV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's trying to say, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm the true author of the Bitcoin white paper. I, this is what I really envisioned. And it's just kind of, and there's some other, you know, controversy here. Of course, him claiming that caused Bitcoin SV's price to really jump up. Um, but it goes even further. It, it's just, you know, he, there was some claim people were trying to say, well, if you're the real founder of Bitcoin, you should have, you know, these original bitcoins that were mined and he tried to say oh i lost them and now i have them oh no i found them and it's sketchy and, and stuff brian <laughs> some of this came up in a lawsuit too i mean a lot of the information came out in the lawsuit i think he was deposed and i i think he testified and so some of this uh some of these claims came out you know in the in the arena of a lawsuit i i'm just trying to think of if I was Satoshi Nakamoto, we know he has lots of Bitcoin. He mined a lot of the original uh, Bitcoin. I mean, you know, far less than someone greedy would have. He, he actually backed off, you know, after a fairly short amount of time and let others um, get the rewards. But he's got a lot. I mean, millions and tens of millions of 
dollars worth at today's prices. I'm just thinking if, if I had that, would I want to do something that might dilute Bitcoin? Um, which I guess these forks probably would and could, right? Um, anyways, I don't know. I, I, I don't think very many, some people do believe he is Satoshi Nakamoto. I'd say most, yeah. most people do not. And I'm, I'm, I'm soundly in that camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just such subject timing to claim it, you know? So. Well, and I think the real, but Satoshi would have, would have some proof. There's, there's some ways you can prove that, that he hadn't done. So. Yeah. Um, all right, Ross, I think it's time for final thoughts. Brian, you want to go first? What, what you got for us? I, I, I will go first. Um, and I, I'm a little bit on the fence on these two coins. You know, I got to say, of course, I like the fact that they're, in a sense, an improvement on, on Bitcoin. I mean, if Bitcoin is a standard, um, they, they are an improvement because they've, uh, they, they've improved the transaction time. I don't know that they're really at this point competing with Bitcoin. I don't think they are. I think they're competing with some other altcoins. Yeah. And I, I think there's some competing with some, some good um, altcoins that have made improvements um, in addition to the block size or the, or the transaction speed. Um, you know, Litecoin is one of them, but then there's, there's lots of others too. too, too many to mention, although we'll, talk about some on future shows, no doubt about it. Yeah. So, um, I, and I do like the fact that at least uh, Bitcoin Cash is now offered by uh, Grayscale. There's a Grayscale trust um, with Bitcoin Cash, which can only be good. Um, I, I think Grayscale has done a lot for Bitcoin. You know, the Bitcoin um, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust has brought in more um, institutional investors than anything else. It, it just makes it easy. And I like Grayscale because it allowed me to buy some, in a sense, buy some Bitcoin um, in my retirement account, which I, I can't do otherwise. Or if I can, it would be too much of a problem. Made it easy. So that, that could help Bitcoin Cash. Um, and, you know, I guess they sort of have the Bitcoin brand. They certainly have the Bitcoin, um, uh, you know, a history um, that's going to be helpful for them. I'll tell you one thing, Ross, I kind of have a preference for, um, for proof of stake over proof of work. Um, and both of these are proof of work. Um, and I just think, again, I like there's benefits to, uh, to proof of stake. And there's going to be some proof of stake or there are proof of stake competitors. So I think they may have a leg up. So my final, final thoughts are, um, I would say, you know, they are investable. Um, I'm certainly not ruling them out. I'm not, um, I, but all, on the other hand, I'm not rushing out to buy any. I don't own either one. Um, I, I, I might, and you know, I, I, I'd say the um, the soonest I would probably pull the trigger on something might be the uh, if I want to add some some Bitcoin cash to my uh, retirement account and do that through the Grayscale product or their their vehicle I, I might do that uh, but I would say you know I think they're both they're both good they're both um, 
legitimate. I, I guess if I had to pick one over the other, I guess I would go with Bitcoin SV because it sort of took the improvement and made and did it even more. So now Bitcoin Cash is kind of in the middle. Um, but then again, you know, like I said, it has the grayscale um, going for it. So my final thoughts are both are investable, but I'm not um, going to invest in either one anytime soon. Uh, well, I, uh, it just seems like I agree with you a lot. Um, I mean, you're absolutely right. I, you know, it's not a, a definitely don't touch this stuff. No. Um, there are improvements to Bitcoin, um, in the altcoin world, they're well-established. Um, uh, I do, I love the fact that they're, um, you know, huge improvements to Bitcoin, which is amazing. I, I'll, I'll just let you into my 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 headspace here. I don't know that um, the improvements now outweigh kind of the the legacy that Bitcoin has or the the establishment that Bitcoin has. That's really my uh, when I when I keep thinking about where I, where I put my money in these three. I, I mean, I still own Bitcoin. I don't own Bitcoin Cash or SV. Um, but that that's kind of my thought. Is I still like the legacy, the name. Um, the well-establishment of Bitcoin over these two, but they're awesome improvements. I mean, if you're my, my main thing with Bitcoin um, is just, you know, it's gotta be able to scale if it's going to compete or any cryptocurrency. So um, yeah. I like what they tried to do. So. Yeah. And you know, let's not forget the lightning network and things like that. It, it could be that Bitcoin um, itself can, can have the functionality of all these others, but you know, my, my biggest concern also is other competitors. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, competitors of, of these two. So so um, the other altcoins that are really vying for the cryptocurrency title um, are are going to be are a problem for me right now to invest in these other two. Although you know, you could say the same about the platforms. I mean, there's certainly lots of good competitors in the platform but we both own ethereum i think we both own cardano yeah yeah um yeah so anyways um i i think um you know they are they are on the radar and we'll see what happens what yeah. do you think ross i think uh this is time to uh call an end to uh this podcast yep all right this has uh, been another podcast of the crypto masters Check us out again next week. We'll release another podcast where we discuss another crypto asset. Thank you, everyone. Tune in next week. All right. Bye-bye.